0: what's up soccer players on this episode of the soccer fitness experience we are talking about the new swiss format for the european champions league and how it will impact uh the health and performance of players so hope you guys enjoy the show let's start out very very basic will a six-pack help me as a soccer player
1: logically why pre-game meals are important if you know, some people like to go to the gym. I just wanted to double down on that really quick. The point is, you have to get stronger.
0: What's up, soccer players? Welcome to the latest episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It is me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Berg.
1: Berg, how you doing today, bro? I'm well, man. I'm well. I woke up today, productive, already um, cooked my 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 meal, already prepped my meal for the week, you know? It's, Damn. yeah, man, on the on wow. road. Okay. I'm gonna do you. some notes. I'm gonna do some notes after this. Get a haircut, <laughs> and then uh, learn some stuff on copyright. It's gonna be great.
0: How about wow. you, bro? How you doing? That's a day, man. I woke up maybe um, two hours ago. <clears throat> um, I ate some breakfast. I watched some anime. Oh, I started Death Note today. Yesterday, actually, um, for the first but, time. Yeah. First time, man. First time. What? I've ever seen it.
1: Yeah, Yo, wrong What behind. is wrong with you? <laughs> what is wrong with you like you skip you cannot skip you cannot skip over all the classics and join to I'm the new I'm manga going. new anime come on man i'm going i'm going back bro
0: i'm going back so my my day has not been as productive as yours but i mean hopefully in a few hours we'll get there i'm just you know a little a little delayed on the time right now
1: mm-hmm. oh that sun in florida man gets you tired
0: <laughs> Yo, it's hot as hell, man! Right now, it's eighty-eight degrees outside, Ooh, and apparently, summer it, it, summer hasn't even started. Apparently, according to some people I talked to, I don't know how it's possible, but apparently, quote, it's not bad yet.
1: So, no, it's not bad yet. I've been yeah, to Florida yeah, in the summer, and it's it's oof, it's it's hot. Let me tell you, it's hot. Yeah. Air conditioner on at all times. You know, when yeah. they say, like, you know, I, I, I when I go to Florida and I see, like, people are not walking around in the streets. I'm like, why this is this so nice out? Why are people not walking outside? You go to Boston in the summer, man, filled with people walking around, right? Yeah. Well, you know, on the sand, you spend five minutes in the sun, dude, you get exhausted.
0: Yep, yeah. it sucks the life out, you. Yep, yeah. it does. It does, man. But um, today we're talking about the new Swiss format for the Champions League. Um, so this is not the the Super League format that has been covered a lot recently. Um, this is the new Swiss format that the Champions League has voted on and has adopted and will be taking place um, starting, I believe, in 2024. So, I mean, three years away. It's not that far. Um, okay, and it's, yeah, really it's it's very point. interesting.
1: Now, how did they how did they come about this? I, I know the UEFA uh, Champions League. It's always subject to changes because it's been, it's not the same UFA Champions League that started like in, in the 50s. Like it, it evolves like every 20, 30 something years. Uh, but how did this come about?
0: Yeah, with this one, I mean, have, have I don't know if you've seen the quotes from the people from uh, UEFA calling everybody like Florentino Perez like snakes and traitors and everything like
1: that. Um, wow. The reason why, yeah, you, did you see that? You didn't see that? No, I didn't see that. Okay, I've been away uh, uh, from from soccer for a while. So the new development thing, a lot of people hit me up on Instagram talking about, yo, have you seen this, this new format that's going to happen in 2024? I'm like, what is what is going on? Um, there was a lot of drama that I'm not aware of. So I I, I just did a YouTube just, just did went on a YouTube rabbit hole just to figure out what the hell's going on. And apparently, man, it's like, it's like there's like a whole agency like uh, of protecting the league. You know, apparently, UFI Champions League is like an entity in itself, and then there's like an agency, just like players have agent. There's like an agency for the domestic leagues. It's trying to fight for... It's it's, it's a whole complicated, man. (laughs) That's why I'm asking you because, you know, I don't seem to get it 100%.
0: Yeah, well, um, officially, one of the heads of UEFA has called um, Florentino Perez of Real Madrid and then um, Andrea Agnelli from Juventus, who I believe is their chairman. Um, Yeah. He called them snakes and traitors because what was happening was these bigger clubs like Juventus Real Madrid, uh, mm-hmm. Barcelona, Manchester United, they wanted more revenue, more money from the Champions League because they believed that they were bringing all the viewers. And because of that, they wanted more money. That's fair well, to say. Now, money doesn't come out of nowhere. You got to get it from somewhere. Um, So the reason they were renegotiating for this new Swiss format is because it will increase the number of games, therefore increase TV and ad revenue, and therefore clubs will receive more money from the Champions League because there's more games. Um, And essentially what's happening is these clubs were, were negotiating with UEFA for this new Swiss format. And literally at the same time, they were behind the scenes corroborating to make their own Champions League and exit UEFA altogether. Jesus. So that's where that yeah.
1: new the, the Super League rumor started.
0: Yeah. So the Super League was. I guess the clubs weren't happy with what they were going to be offered during. Um, the Swiss format, but it's like, how do you, it's like me and you, we're, we're, we're coming up with our own deal. And on the side, I'm like talking to some, it's like, you can't be doing both at the same time. You know, like that's where the whole snake thing came about. Cause it's like, you're a traitor. You know, you were, you said one thing and then went and did another at the same time.
1: That is kind of unfair for the fans too, who've been so used to uh, the champions league and, and the champions league's culture and, and what it brought to football. And now all of a sudden to change is make your own just because you want more money. Oh man. You're talking about the interest of the fans in there. You know, without the fans, there's no, there's no we're not going to make any money. No. Yeah.
0: Well, um, it's interesting though, because the new Swiss format, instead of 32 teams, it has 36. And I, I believe one of those four new spots goes to France and um, two or three of them go to teams <laughs> who have historically done well in Europe but have not qualified for the champions League. What um, does that
1: what, what does that even mean? What does that even mean
0: it It, it essentially comes down to <laughs> big name clubs who have done well in the past, who, for whatever reason, like for example, Manchester United or even Arsenal this year, I think that's probably one of the best examples. It's possible that Arsenal can end up in the Champions League. Because they didn't finish top four, but historically they've done well, so that's what they no, were no, really no, advocating no,
1: no, no, no. for. <laughs> I was reading; it. I was kind of confused about the whole thing because they were come. They were. Um, I was reading something about uh, a coefficient metric, this and that, yeah. um, based on qualifying a team based on Champions League and and in history and performance in a, in Europe are they gonna pick the 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 fifth and the sixth team that um in in the domestic in their own domestic league or are they gonna find a new system to figure out because you know how it is like the top four qualified um and then the fifth sixth um goes to the European Champions League, right? With your European league. So what are they gonna do now? Like are they gonna pick the fifth and the sixth and qualify them for the Champions League as well? It's like this whole thing based on history of performance is not no, you gotta qualify to go into into the champ. That's why it's called the Champions League. Like right? you gotta you gotta perform in your domestic league to actually make it to the team. What the hell's going on? <laughs>
0: they're gonna they're gonna find their own new system because again, it's the clubs like Manchester United, I think that's probably the basic, biggest example. In the past like five, six years, they haven't been qualifying for the Champions League. And yeah, with this, this new is- metric, they would because historically they've done well, and England is one of those countries that has a good coefficient. Um, so that's why they were negotiating for all of this. Man, you gotta make it.
1: You gotta, you gotta be top six at least to make it. I, <laughs> so, the, I don't, I don't care what your performance is this this year or next. You gotta make it. Well, I don't know well they they, they already have their plan laid out right so 36 teams right 36 teams I was, re- I was on YouTube looking it up um, and apparently they're going to have a league to start with uh, some sort of metric to figure out um, or I guess they call it the Swiss format to figure out who's going to play who so that means a lot more matches um, in the beginning uh, um, the round 36 if you want to call that a lot more matches, so the top teams will be able to face other top teams even before round 16 start, which is great. That's what the fans want to see. You know, the fan wants to see those big, big fight, big, big games. Now, which is great. It's great for TV, great for ads, if you know, exactly what the fans want as well. Um, <laughs> but how are you going to fit all of that into? the already packed schedule that they have, I don't, man.
0: It's, it's pretty crazy because I was looking at the numbers and doing the math. And right now, if you are in the champions league under the current format, you will play between six and 13 games. If you're Mm -hmm. knocked out in the group stage, you're only playing six. If you win or go to the final, you're playing 13. Uh, Most teams on average, they play about eight games. Um, with the new format, instead of six to 13, you're playing between 10 and 19 games. Um, every team is guaranteed at least 10 games because, um, what they're going to do is they're going to say, okay, they, they already have a, their own, their own metric of splitting into like tiers almost with the pots, like pot, ABCD, and you're going to play two or three teams from each pot. So, um, that gives you 10 games total. You put it in a single table and then go from there. Um, But what it comes down to is instead of 250 total games in the current format, the new Champions League will have 450 games every single season, which is 80% increase, which might equate to I mean, it should equate to almost 80% more revenue, right? Because that's so many more matches on TV.
1: So that's why the the smaller club were were trying to negotiate because they want they want a portion of that um, revenue increase.
0: Well, I think the smaller clubs they were kind of more boycotting like the whole Super League, like the the Super Super League, not this version. Oh, okay. um, but I mean, smaller clubs don't really like this as well because let's say you're someone like Leicester, right? Who Mm-hmm. Is a really good club at the current moment, but historically, there is not much of a, a precedent of their performance in Europe. You could finish as Leicester, you can finish in fifth place, go to the Europa League, and Manchester United could finish in eighth or ninth place and go to the Champions League.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't like that. Yeah. Like every year, you have to fight for your position in a league. Like no. it's not, it's, it can't just be given to you. That means all the big clubs that have historic performance in Europe, even though they haven't been able to go into Champions League the past four, five years, they will be able to actually go to Champions League based on their their past, based on past and performance. Like I don't like that. You have to work every year to get your spot at the, that's why I like the Champions League format the way it is now, because every year you have to get you have to fight. So clubs yeah. that have money, clubs that have the money, clubs that have um, the money to buy the players, and have a big history in in football culture, have more advantage. While the smaller clubs that are rising up, they're still gonna have a hard. Oh man, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I do not know how I feel about that.
0: It's it's a mess, but I mean, at the same time, um, you have to compromise in some way, right? And it is only three teams. It's not like you're. You're overhauling the entire structure integrity. You're talking about three teams across Europe that would be included in that way. Um, I also read I
1: also read that the first eight with the most point qualify to go to round sixteens and then from 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 nine the ninth to the sixteen team has to go into like a playoff round to to go to to become the other A team that qualify from round sixteen, and then the sixteen, I guess, to 24th, goes to the European Champion Europa League. That's this, this what I read. I don't yeah. know if it's the same. So either way, that means a lot more games. Now, what does that mean for what does that mean for strength and conditioning and the players? Because I'm just thinking about England, who have already they have the domestic league they have the fa cup and they have uh what's the uh, the community shield so they community have
0: community care about cup oh my uh, god here we go yeah. so they
1: have like all those cups that's going on and add yeah. this this new swiss format um to the champions league I, does that mean that like champions is gonna start a lot sooner there's gonna be a lot more game in January. So, oh, man, injuries, man. Injuries going to be to the roof.
0: I mean, essentially what you're asking each club to do is add about four matches to their current schedule, which four doesn't sound like a lot, but in reality, that's that's like a month. (laughs) That's a month of fixtures, four matches. Um, And it's like, damn, like, literally, where do these go because you have to have the scheduling availability because it's entirely possible like someone like Manchester City they could go to the final in the Champions League, Carabao Cup, FA Cup and Mm -hmm. and compete in the Premier League so in your calendar you have to have all of those dates open and available and I don't like if you want to add four where do you want to put them (laughs) like you know there's only so much room
1: yeah man that means players like I don't know, but I feel like because of the way the game evolved over the years uh like strength and conditioning and all that stuff also have to evolve to get those players fit for that model like if you compare a player um, fitness uh, 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 the fitness level of a player now comparing to like twenty years ago, it's a whole world difference because of how the game changed. Because because of uh, the competition, now you add this format. I feel like you know the the physios and the strength and conditioning coaches will also have to evolve uh, just to make their players more resilient for the eighty yeah. percent increase in games that's going to be happening. Yeah, it's.
0: It's... I don't know how they're
1: gonna do it, but something <laughs> somebody's gonna have to innovate. Like recovery is gonna have to be somebody's gonna have to innovate how player recovers. Like something, something will will give. It might not be in the first five years of this new format, but you you go later down the road ten years later, so you're gonna see some new methods of recovery. Mm. Or I, I don't know. Like... I just there's just how I feel I feel like this this forces innovation
0: it could force innovation or it could it could not right it's entirely yeah. possible that <laughs> players would just have to sink or swim and i mean look at the nfl right if you talk about the amount of time you need to recover oh, from God. a football game <laughs> it, it's not 7 days they're literally getting beat up yeah and it, like even look at um MMA, right? How much time do they have to recover? 3 to 6 months. If you have if you get a knockout in a UFC match, I believe it is really? mandatory you take 9 months off. Really? Yeah, it's it's something crazy like that where they have those rules in place. Um I mean, maybe players will just play hurt more or maybe they'll managers might adjust and and rotate their squad more maybe we'll see like the five substitutions come back and become permanent maybe Um, someone's gonna have to do something but yes
1: the game will the game will have to change like i don't see the game staying the same if you add this new calendar to to the already brutal schedule that english team has to go through like i'm only thinking about english team because like um if you think about Spain and, and Germany they don't have that many cups so they have the luxury to welcome this new format but English team though it's 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 going to be brutal on them
0: yeah i mean maybe i we are already hearing of of teams talking about pulling out of the the Carabao Cup because the Carabao Cup it's only 5 matches right mm-hmm. so if you're a bigger team and that cup doesn't mean much to you in the first place and you're like, well, I'm going to take those five out and put these five in, you know, it's possible. Mm.
1: Okay. I see what you mean. So all that could means that could mean a a chance for uh, the bench players, like the younger players to shine. So if you know that you don't care about this cup, you don't put your star players in but this is hard to do though cuz guy like players players have ego man they want to compete and to be to be sat down and not play just because the cup is not meaningful to you how does that feel about how does that i'm trying the, the players integrity comes into play now i don't know it's just weird you know the you're going to sit your main star just because you don't you don't you don't see the this the cup as important now what does that mean for the people who organize the cup true yeah what is what does that mean for (laughs) because Carabao cup a lot of teams are competing what does that mean for the you know like exposure of smaller clubs yeah not as much it's
0: a mess man it's a mess it is a mess yeah but um uh, you could even see something like even the um Starting to see it a little bit in the NBA with even Kawhi Leonard. His new contract with um, the Clippers, he has load management built into his contract, (laughs) which maybe we'll see that. You know, if you have a player and he's a superstar and he has a history of injury, they'll say, oh, I'll go to AC Milan, but I'm only playing at maximum 50 games the entire year. I don't know, it's possible
1: yeah now what do you what do you think about how does that affect you know the uh, on the players like how do you see the injury spike happening how do you it all depends on how they fit in, in the schedule, but from what I'm seeing no matter how you 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 organize a schedule, you know, it's still a lot more games. It's still a lot more load on those players' body.
0: Yeah, I think it's you have to look at the calendar and figure out where they're gonna go first. Um I think it did England have not they didn't have it this year because of COVID, but I think last year was the first year they tried like that winter break. Did they try that? Like two weeks or so? I don't
1: I don't remember.
0: I think they might have. Um I think that's over (laughs) the one year that they try to do it. I think that it has to be gone because there's there's no space for it. Um, If you put it at the beginning of the season, well, now you're already having certain star players that play in summer tournaments for their countries. They're already arriving late, right? Like, I think after the World Cup, you had several players take the first like two to three weeks of the regular season off because they just finished a World Cup. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if you put it at the beginning, you're going to be missing them. and But that's not an option, right? Because you have Champions League right away yes. with important that's games true. right away. You need that. That's them. true. If you make the season longer, well, now you're cutting into, again, the international window for the summer. Ooh, here we go. You know? And that's the another. calendar's already a mess because now we're move the, <laughs> the World Cup to November. Um, yeah, I, if you put it in the middle where <laughs> again where does it go i i don't see it but it's gonna happen
1: hmm. yeah i don't i don't the way i see it it's it's a lot more games so a, a lot more risk for injury um a lot more i don't know. Player's performance might increase, might decrease due to fatigue. That's this that's what I mean. Like the uh, recovery now has to be their method for recovery has to be. They have to innovate that. I don't know. We'll see. Someone's gonna have to do something. Yeah, someone else do something. Well, yeah, I know, but you know, I'll, I'll be watching though. Yeah, this is true. You know, we'll be watching. Uh, we'll, we'll be watching.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, four matches, though, that is doable. That is doable. And I think that's something that most teams will be able to handle. Um, It's better than the Super League. If the Super League were to come about, it'd be plus 12 matches for everybody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's another case. this is another case where um, the business model affect the performance, and the performance affect the physio work and the strength and conditioning work as well. Yeah, and
0: I mean, of course, these decisions are being made with no consultation of. I mean, even the some of the head executives had no idea this was happening. The managers had no idea.
1: <laughs> so. <laughs> that is crazy
0: yeah yeah I think um, honestly I think your man Jürgen Klopp he's about to be out man Like, it's imagine him having to deal with everything and then learning that his team is going to join a, a super league or wants to and he's not even consulted in like the slightest bit that's very concerning
1: yeah it just shows you that uh, sometimes the people at the bottom don't they don't have that much say yeah, I mean Jurgen Klopp is not at the bottom by any means. No, he's it, not. But you know, it's they—they they weren't consulted. No, that, yeah. yeah, that shows you where where they're at in the totem pole, too. Yeah,
0: yeah, two different polls, honestly. Hmm. I actually, I was listening to um, after the whole Super League thing was coming back. I was listening to, uh, I think it was Phil Neville on Sky Sports, and he got a tip from one of the executive chairmen from one of these Premier League clubs. And essentially, he was saying these owners have close to no idea what is going. They don't even understand soccer at all whatsoever. He said that one of their owners went to a home match, sat down in the owner's box, and had to ask somebody next to them what color shirt their team was wearing.
1: That, i, I <laughs> me oh, trying to open up a business now i can totally see how um this is normal because think about it um who owns um liverpool it's it's an american owner who owns a baseball team you know they don't they don't they don't need to know about soccer or they need to now it would be great if they know about soccer but if they don't because they see it as a business yeah, yeah it's, if you know it's the now if you know the ins and out of business, then you can run you can run a club, Cause it, and if you have experience running a sports team, then it's it's about the same. It's the same model, but you know you would be able to connect with the fans a little bit more if you know about the game. But it doesn't. It's not a requirement. Yeah, but you got to know what color shirt. This is a top
0: six club owner. You got to know what color shirt. If you guess the color red, that's half of
1: them. Like <laughs> it doesn't like you gotta I, I know agree.
0: Liverpool wears red. Come on now.
1: I, I agree I agree with you though. Like you you you're supposed to know your teams. You're supposed to know your team, you're, your you're supposed to know the star of the team. You should at and least, at least
0: support- I, I I don't blame you if you don't even know like you're starting eleven, but to not know what color jersey you are, like
1: Eh, and what who, who's that owner because not and not every owner owner ownership of a team means um stocks percentage you know is it wasn't it somebody that owned like 10 percent of the club no, and, it, it and was,
0: was like decision making owner
1: oh like, shit yeah <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah like wow. owner
0: owner yeah like the man in charge they didn't say which club obviously because that person would be very embarrassed um, it's
1: not no no wonder no wonder Arsenal um no wonder Arsenal <laughs> Arsenal fans go crazy like that. See, I th- I think it's Arsenal, but that's just me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no wonder Arsenal fans go crazy because if they find out their owner is not um you know doesn't know anything about the the team dynamic, it's, it just sucks.
0: Yeah, actually, I don't even know if it's Arsenal because apparently. Uh, Stan Kroenke, the owner, reportedly has never been to the Emirates before. So there's that, but <laughs> don't know about that. That's crazy. But yeah, man, that's that's pretty yeah, much man. it. That's that's pretty everything. much it,
1: man. We don't. We'll see how this develops. You know, I can't wait to see in three years which is going to go, um, pretty quick. Yeah, we will, we will
0: see. And I think this is going to be a, a story that's evolving um, over the next like year or two. And I think we will get to a point where it'll start to be built into players' contracts of game limits per year. Um, mm. And it might be honestly something that's, that's necessary because it doesn't seem like the, the manager is always going to want to win. Right. And they're always going to want to use their best players because if they don't lose, they lose their job. Um, Mm. Somebody's going to have to stand up for the players. And I think at at some point the players are going to stand up for themselves. So.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes, man.
0: Yep, we will. All right. We'll see you all next week. All right. Peace.